0: informed and inspired
1: we love God we ought to be able to
0: talk about him
1: getting you started on your day with the latest in breaking news and information from the Vatican to the White House and everything in between it's serious it's fun
2: it's your Catholic Drive Time now here's your host Joe McClain
3: Jesus Christ welcome back to Catholic Drive Time keeping you informed and inspired I'm your host Joe McClain so good to be on with you on this Friday September the 16th 2022 praise be to God Coming to you from a, uh, a undisclosed location in the middle of a forest, just south of Flagstaff, Arizona. By the by, the grace of God alone, I, I promise you. Now we're going to have a, an interesting show this hour, and we're glad that you're on with us today. Uh, we're going to be talking about extreme unction, uh, and is it being abused on a, some, a somewhat frequent basis? Uh, Father Reginald Lynch from the uh, Dominicans is going to join us to talk about the sacrament of extreme unction, who should receive it? who should not receive it and uh, and all those related topics. but uh, coming up at fifteen past the hour, you know the reports came out yesterday, His Holiness Pope Francis while in Kazakhstan, actually signed yet another agreement with the uh, the Muslims, sort of an interreligious dialogue agreement. And, in fact, it was even uh, updated just a few hours after he signed it. And we're going to be talking about uh, the plurality of religions. Are they willed by God? Is it permitted by God? That's coming up at 15 past the hour. Hey, nearly 50 members of Congress call on the <laughs> Pentagon to end the military vaccine mandates. Let's, so we talked about uh, that with R. Davis Yant this week. I pray that that actually does happen. Uh, U.S. Secretary of State... Anthony Blinken on Thursday announced that the United States will send a further 600 million of your hard earned money, tax dollars, to Ukraine with military equipment, although you are paying through the nose and inflation we're going to continue to pay through the nose in ukraine a senate democrats announced thursday that they will postpone the vote on the bill to codify same-sex marriage until after the november midterm elections as the bills backers struggle struggle to find enough republican voters i'm not so sure in fact there are a ton of republicans coming out in support of that thing but nonetheless, nonetheless good morning to you rudy carlos
4: Good morning, Joe. It's good to be here. And uh, wow, it looks like you're in a parking lot. Is that is that where you are I, right
3: now? It's exactly where. I am. In fact, I had to get up at two o'clock this morning uh, and uh, and rush to the to the vehicle and then try to rush to this location where I am sitting under a cell phone tower outside <laughs> of a uh, an RV store where I am hacking their Wi-Fi right? uh, with permission, based? with permission, hacking their Wi-Fi to, to, to be connected. With you're in the today. mainframe. I am in a national park at the same time. One and might
2: call you oh. a uh, Catholic hack. <laughs> oh Yes, very, yeah. a
3: very well-earned title today, Catholic <laughs> hack. And almost hit a rabbit and hit like swerved to not hit the poor. Would you have eaten rabbit? it if you had killed it? I didn't have time to stop, or I probably would have contemplated that. <laughs> but nonetheless, I am here. And uh, was it willed by God, or permitted by God, that I should miss the rabbit? That's hey, the question.
4: what do you think? Is is the Pope gaslighting Bishop Schneider, doing it you know, in Kazakhstan,
3: in his in his backyard? Yeah, That's a good literally. Question. We did invite Bishop Schneider on to be on the program. He uh he said he wasn't available uh due to his schedule until October, so he said oh, he'd okay. be happy to come on in October and we'll have to we we'll might have to ask him that question. Do you think his was gaslighting here? <laughs> but uh, nonetheless we're gonna have We're gonna get him fired. Uh, no, we're not gonna get him fired. But hey, uh anything good uh, on the plans for the weekends, guys?
4: Hmm, good plans for the weekend. Uh well, I have to do some uh, honey-do stuff, so there's that. <laughs> there's
2: that. I will be moving. So. Oh. oh you're not just... doing
3: any honeydew do work, uh, Adrian?
2: Uh or no, my wife set am free. Oh, so, yeah. oh wow, she's well, so, wow. You're a nice good. lady. Yeah, yeah.
3: Amazing. Oh. <laughs> you're moving. You're moving out of your apartment. Yep. Well, that's fun. Better you so. than me, my friend. Better you uh, than me. <laughs>
2: It'll be, uh, it'll be a good, uh, yeah, so I'll be starting that today, and hopefully it'll be done by today. Oh, and I'll be watching the Canelo Alvarez fight tomorrow. So oh, well, there you that'll go. be fun.
3: Hey, uh, on a cool note, uh, we started our retreat yesterday. It was fantastic, praise be to God. Nice. I, I saw a herd of elk at Ooh. least 150 strong. Could have nice. been 200. And uh, man, was that an epic sight to see, for sure. So please do keep us in your prayers this weekend as uh, as the men and I are uh, on retreat for the Into the Wild, uh, Flagstaff, Arizona, but Into uh, the Wild Retreat, we'd be grateful to you. Let's pray. Let's begin. We have a lot to cover today. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of Virgins, my Mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word Incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And now your headlines with Rudy Carlos.
4: Good morning. Thanks for tuning into Catholic Drive Time. Today is Friday, September 16th. And here are your headlines this morning. Thanks be to God. We made it to Friday, right? Reuters reports Kazakhstan inter I'm sorry this is actually from CNA. CNA reports Kazakhstan interreligious congress adopts declaration calling religious pluralism God's will. The interreligious congress in which Pope Francis participated in this week in Kazakhstan adopted a declaration calling religious pluralism an expression of the wisdom of God's will in creation. Point 10 of the declaration says, "quote We note that pluralism and differences in religion, skin, color, gender, race, and language are expressions of a wisdom of God's will in creation. Thus, any incident of coercion to a particular religion and religious doctrine is unacceptable, You can imagine why that is uh, such a concerning statement. Reuters reports, Putin to Xi. Russia values China's balanced position on Ukraine. Russia's President Vladimir Putin told Chinese leader Xi Jinping on Thursday that Moscow backs Beijing's one-China policy and opposes provocations by the United States in the Taiwan Strait and values China's balanced position on Ukraine. Putin referred to Beijing's insistence that other countries do not recognize Taiwan, a self-ruled island that Beijing claims as part of China, as an independent country. He says, quote, We intend to firmly adhere to the principle of the one-China policy, Putin said. Reuters also reports Mexico arrests general over two uh, 2014 uh, disappearances of 43 students. Mexican authorities have arrested retired General Jose Rodriguez for a suspected involvement in the 2014 disappearance of 43 student teachers, a senior official said on Thursday, making him one of the highest-ranking military officers so far held over the case. Deputy Security Ministry Rica- Minister Ricardo Mejia said four arrest warrants had recently been issued against military officials over the notorious abduction of 43 students in the southwestern city of Iguala in 2014. Rodriguez was in charge of the unit during the abductions, which the previous government said were done by a corrupt local police force coordinating with a local drug gang. And CNA reports vote to enshrine same-sex marriage delayed until after midterms. The bill would repeal the 1996 Defense of Marriage Act, which defined marriage in federal law as the union of a man and a woman and permitted states not to recognize same-sex marriages that were contracted in other states. And those were your headline news this morning. God love you.
2: The saint of the day is Saint Cornelius. There was no pope for 14 months after the martyrdom of Saint Fabian because of the intensity of the persecution of the church. During the interval, the church was governed by a college of priests. St. Cyprian, a friend of Cornelius, writes that Cornelius was elected pope, quote, by the judgment of God and of Christ, by the testimony of the most of the clergy, by the vote of the people, with the consent of aged priests and of good men. The greatest problem of Cornelius' two-year term as pope had to do with the sacrament of penance and centered on the readmission of Christians who had denied their faith during the time of persecution. Two extremes were finally both condemned Cyprian, primate of North Africa, appealed to the pope to confirm his stand that the relapsed could be reconciled only by the decision of the bishop. In Rome, however, Cornelius met with the opposite view. After his election, a priest named Novatian, one of those who had governed the church, had himself consecrated a rival bishop of Rome, one of the first anti-popes. He denied that the church had any power to reconcile not only the apostates, but also those guilty of murder, adultery, fornication, or a second marriage. Cornelius had the support of most of the church, especially of Cyprian of Africa, in condemning Novatianism, though the sect persisted for several centuries. Cornelius held a synod at Rome in 251 and ordered the relapsed to be restored to the church with the usual medicines of repentance. The friendship of Cornelius and Cyprian was strained for a time when one of Cyprian's rivals made accusations about him, but the problem was cleared up. A document from Cornelius shows the extent of organization in the Church of Rome in the mid-3rd century. 46 priests, 7 deacons, 7 subdeacons. It estimated that the number of Christians totaled about 50,000. He died as a result of the hardships of his exile in what is now Varvici. He died in 253. St. Cornelius, pray for us.
3: Praise be to God in all things. The gospel today comes to us from Luke chapter 8, verses 1 through 3. Jesus journeyed from one town and village to another, preaching and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. Accompanying him were the twelve and some women who had been cured of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, Joanna, the wife of Herod's steward, Susanna, and many others, who provided for them out of their resources. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Adrian, anything good today in uh, Cornelius Alapide?
2: Of course, of course. You know, it's funny. The first thing that Cornelius Alapide says, he goes, By the twelve, he meant the apostles. And I'm like, well, hopefully everybody got at least that part right. Uh, But nonetheless, that was his first comment on verse one. But uh, he goes on and talks about, And certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, one of whom went seven devils. These women follow Christ for... Three reasons. One, out of gratitude because he had healed their diseases and cast out the devils which possessed them for safety, lest if they were away from their physician, their former ills might again overtake them. Three, from pious motives that from his companionship and preaching, they might advance in holiness. Now, there's a lot to be said here, but I want to get through Cornelis Lopede's comments. And if I have time, I want to come back and relate this to St. Vincent Ferrer. So he goes on, in the Hebrew then, Magdalene signifies, one, turreted or tower bearing, for she was tall of stature, which I was like, huh, I never even thought about how tall Magdalene was, and of yet loftier mind. Thy neck is like the Tower of David, Canticles 4 four second. Second, are magnificent or magnified, according to Paginius, because says origin, she followed Jesus, ministered unto him, and beheld the mystery of his passion. Paginius says that Magdalene means remarkable for the standard, bearing or raising the standard. For Magdalene raised the standard of penitence and love and of the contemplation, of contemplative life. Like as we read, his banner over me was love, Canticle 2-4. Finally, otherwise, as the same writer remarks, the name means brought up, nourished, led by the teaching of Christ to a holy and virtuous life. For the Hebrew, gadol means the same thing as to nourish or to bring up. Out of whom went seven devils, seven capital sins. Those are pride, avarice, gluttony, luxury, anger, envy, and careless living. For in a literal sense, we are to understand that she has been possessed by devils or evil spirits, as I have before said, and that they had gone out of her. Now, the Magdalene, because of her wickedness and sin, had been possessed by seven devils, that which the other demoniacs she had been made whole by Christ, that on her repentance she had obtained pardon and forgiveness, and no longer under the power of Satan, but filled with the Spirit of God, she devoted her whole afterlife to the service of Christ. Now, seven devils can either mean seven in actual number or seven in the sense of many or all. For as I have been pointed out, seven is a sign of multitude or totality. So they're saying here that she could have been possessed by literally seven demons, but it also it could have been just a multitude of demons because seven symbolizes completeness or a multitude or a totality of something. So. To relate this over to to Vincent Ferrer with the last couple seconds that we have, St. Vincent Ferrer was known as someone who, who imitated Christ, someone who was like Christ in such a way that it was almost as if when you looked upon him, you saw Christ himself, especially in his preaching. And so what did Corn- what did Cornelis Lapide say here? He was talking about why people would follow him. Why were all these people just like grafting themselves onto them? In the same way, Vincent Ferrer drew people to him because they wanted to grow in holiness. And so, too, people were attached to Christ. Joe? All
3: right. Praise be to God. Thank you for that great insight and commentary on the gospel today. And don't go anywhere. After this quick little break, we're going to talk about the plurality of religions. Is it willed by God? Is it designed by God? All of that and more is coming up next. Having Drive Time. We'll be right back.
0: We're often told that so long as sexual activity is performed between consenting adults, there's nothing morally wrong with what's done. Is this a reasonable way of morally evaluating sexual behavior? I don't think so, and here's why. First, such reasoning justifies disturbing acts like that of Orman Mivus, who butchered and ate a willing victim that responded to an advertisement placed on the Internet. I don't think we want to say consensual cannibalism is okay. Second, the assertion arbitrarily picks consent as the only aspect of nature's design for sex as having any moral significance. If we must reverence nature's design for consensual sex, then why is it okay to not reverence nature's design for procreation? If it's okay to reject one, well, then it's okay to reject the other. So rather than reverencing consensual sex, this argument undermines it. I'm Corlo Broussard with the ready reason for Catholic Answers, Catholic.com men it's time participate in the next national men's march to abolish abortion and rally for personhood on
2: saturday october 15th 11 30 a.m to 3 30 p.m in boston there is a man connected to every abortion men are a big part of the problem and it's time for all men to take responsibility and be a big part of the solution all men of goodwill are invited to participate in the march and everyone else is needed to show up for the rally beginning at 2 p.m outside of the state house for more information go to themensmarch.com and spread the word
3: Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time. Keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McLean. So good to be on with you. Praise be to God. Uh, Father Reginald Lynch from the Dominicans in the Dominican House of Studies is going to be our guest at 35 past the hour. We're going to be talking about extreme unction, sacrament. What it is, what it is not, what it who shouldn't receive it and who should, all of that coming up at 35 past the hour. Do share us with a friend. We'd be grateful. But uh, there are, as I say, lots of stories in the news that are of great concern to me, and I'm sure they are to you as well. And uh, this week, His Holiness Pope Francis was in Kazakhstan. Uh, there was a, you know, a meeting there. There was speculation on whether or not he would meet with... Uh, Xi Jinping, the chairman of the CCP in China, and I don't know that that happened or not, I don't know, but uh, nonetheless, he apparently signed another document similar to the one that he signed in Abu Dhabi in 2019, and it contains uh, basically the same statement, and uh, there's lots of concern over that, and here's an article out of Crisis Magazine, written by Eric Sammons, who actually wrote a book on a ver- But the headline at Crisis Magazine says, Is a plurality of religions willed by God? Uh, says, Yesterday, Pope Francis endorsed an interreligious declaration that originally stated, We note that pluralism and differences in religion, skin color, gender, race, and language are expressions of the wisdom of God's will in creation. Thus, any incident of coercion to a particular religion and religious doctrine is unacceptable. Close quote. Now, that's interesting, obviously, because we would, as Catholics, take exception to this. Uh, does God actually will a plurality of religions? And if he does, then I guess it doesn't matter whether or not you are Catholic, Jewish, Muslim, Zoroastrian, or about anything else, right? I mean, it would seem that if God wills it, There's really no skin in the game at that point. Uh, And and it seems to contradict what we believe as Catholics, that uh, the Church is the sacrament of salvation on planet Earth, that the Church is the uh, one holy Catholic and apostolic uh, institution founded by Christ and commanded to his apostles to pass on to the rest of the world. And uh, let alone scripture passages like John 14, where our Lord said, I am the way the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. That would be a real issue if, in fact, it turns out that God willed that uh, there be a plurality of religion. So there are many Catholics today who are taking exception to this. They're very concerned over this. The article, Eric Sammons, goes on to say, however, hours later, the, the text was updated. So the Pope signs the document, and then a few hours later, A new version comes out. Very interesting. It says, quote, We note that pluralism, in terms of differences in skin color, gender, race, language, and culture, are expressions of the wisdom of God in creation. Religious diversity is permitted by God. And therefore, any coercion to a particular religion and religious doctrine is unacceptable. Close quote. Eric Salmon says, while the updated wording is significantly different in theological terms, the original wording closely matched the wording of the 2019 Abu Dhabi Declaration, which Pope Francis signed. I address the topic of whether a plurality of religions is willed by God in, his, in my book, Deadly Indifference, which he goes on to quote from in his article. And uh, so there's a very interesting little, I mean, the, the difference there. One, the first one said, that it started off actually with that statement in the first version. It says, we note that pluralism and differences in religion. That was how the first statement starts off. The updated one, just a few hours later, takes the religious statement and puts it at the end of the list rather than at the beginning. It changes it from God-willed to God-permitted. Uh, so that's very interesting. So uh, I'd like to get your take, uh, Adrian and Rudy, uh, on this issue. Do you think that this updated text is good enough to pass the smell test?
4: I don't think so. And, uh, you know, this is the reason why I brought up uh, Bishop Schneider in the beginning of the show is because Bishop Schneider went up to the Pope and asked him what he meant when he said that God wills the plurality of religions. And at the moment, the clarification was that... uh, Well, he didn't mean specifically that. It was just something else. But however, the text never changed, despite the fact that Bishop Schneider wanted a clarification for this. Because obviously, if we're looking into it as Catholics, it would be just as you said, nothing of our religion matters, really. I mean, it would just be anybody could could go and, and become, I don't know, whatever, and they would still attain the, the salvation of God, which is patently untrue, and it really just kind of uh, undermines the tradition of the church. It undermines the complete everything about our faith, which is insane and it's it 's really a concerning concerning thing that we 're looking at here in this document where i 'm questioning why exactly the meeting was held in the first place, but uh, you know nothing really phases me at this point uh, Adrian, what do you think
2: yeah i see my my problem here. Is the same one that you had mentioned at the the top of that was the last time that this came up, and this was a huge controversy, and it was kind of blown over because of Bishop Snyder's comments. They were like, oh, look, see, we solved the problem. But like you said, they never actually changed anything. So the original document, it was saying that, the, that God wills the plurality of religions and uh, – I said saint, uh, Bishop Athanasius Snyder. <laughs> the, uh, Bishop Athanasius <laughs> Snyder came out and he very clearly said, well, Holy Father, did you mean – he was trying to give him an out. He's saying, look, here's here's a proper way that you could still keep with what you're saying but still understand it properly. Do you mean that God permissively wills the plurality of religion? Because God wills all things. So just like God wills uh, that bad things happen, he doesn't actively will it, but he allows it, and therefore it's in his permissive will. So did you mean that, Holy Father? And the Holy Father goes, oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, but uh, then he doesn't change anything. And then whenever yeah. people are talking about it, he they, does, they uh, adhere to the proper definition. The problem is in the document, right before that, it says that God wills the uh, men and women. And so then you're like, okay, well, if God wills men and women, and in the same sentence you mention the plurality of religions, you mean that in the same way. And if you read Genesis, it's clear. God actively creates man and woman. It's very clear. And our Lord reiterates it. In the beginning, it was not so because God created man and woman then man will leave his father and mother and cling to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. It's very clear what God means here. So this is yeah. incredibly concerning and concerning. And I was reading, uh, Fulton Sheen has a great book on the missions. And in it, he, it's like, if souls are saved, all is saved. If souls are not saved, then nothing is saved. And this is the, this is the whole point. If we do not believe, if we believe that people can be saved outside of the church, then our what is our missionary zeal? And I was talking to my father about this not that long ago. We were talking about the fact that if we we have friends at work, if we're not working like we have, we're fortunate. We work at a Catholic organization, so our coworkers are Catholic. But if you're working a regular job, then most of your employees, your coworkers, etc., are not Catholic. And you may be buddies with them. You may be friends with them. You got to tap dance around. You got to tap dance around it. Or, but if you don't, if you don't think that, oh my goodness, my good friend here that I really and do do truly care about is going to go to hell if I don't evangelize, then you're going to try to play nice and say, ah, let's not talk about these things. But if you honestly believe, like this person that I love could be damned if I don't preach the gospel. Well, that impetus is now on you, and you are uh, you are supercharged to go and evangelize. If you have family, you have grandparents, cousins, children, uh, parents. If you're if you're a convert and your parents are not, well, then now you have a great impetus to say, "I need to work for their salvation. I need to suffer. I need to do penance. I need to pray, and I need to evangelize." Right. That's my problem. Bishop Athanasius Schneider actually did
3: quote. Uh, he was quoted on this. He actually gave a response. The National Catholic Register interviewed him. It says, The auxiliary bishop of Astana, Kazakhstan, who took part in the Pope's September 13-15 visit to the Central Asian country, said the meeting's aim was to promote harmony and peace and was good, but added, There is also a danger that we, the Catholic Church, should not appear simply as one of the many religions. We're not one of the many religions. We're the only one true religion with God commanded to all people, to which God commanded all people to believe, Bishop Athanasius Steider told uh, EWTN. It says the Pope visited Nur Sultan, formerly Astana, primarily to address the 7th Congress of Leaders of World and Traditional Religions. The meeting, held every three years, brought almost 100 delegations from 60 countries and included representatives of Christianity, Islam, Judaism, Shintoism, Buddhism, Zoroastrianism, Hinduism. It says in his comments to EWTN, Bishop Schneider voiced his concern that when church leaders take part in such events, they are giving the impression that the church belongs to a supermarket of religions. Everyone is there, and you can choose what you want. But Jesus Christ is not in the supermarket of religion. He is the only one true God. He advocated finding ways to improve such meetings and recommended it would be better to have local meetings on a human level, thereby mitigating the danger of relativism, indifferentism, and syncretism. Bishop Schneider voiced similar concerns in his 2019 best-selling book, Christus Vengeant, Christ's Triumph Over the Darkness of the Age. He told the journalist Diane Montaigne that by not preaching the truth of Christ clearly to members of other religions, he believed clerics today were committing a great sin of omission. Since the Second Vatican Council he continued. Interreligious dialogue has created the impression that all people are traveling on parallel tracks to the same God and will all reach the same end, but he believed that he was uh, that he believed that was a betrayal of the gospel. If the apostles had used that method, he said, they would not have converted so many people to Christ and would have died not as martyrs, martyrs, but in their beds. During the Congress, the Pope, who was seated alongside other religious leaders, as one among the many others, shared with them his hope that the meeting would be would lead to a fraternal pathway toward peace, built on respect, sincere dialogue, respect for the inviolable dignity of each human being, and mutual cooperation. He says, uh, religious, "...religions remind us that we are creatures." we are not omnipotent but men and women journeying toward the same heavenly goal he told the participants in the keynote address on wednesday yeah there's a lot of it's it's a it's a slippery slope should we c- Coerce people, force them to become Catholic? No, of course not. Uh, you have the power of truth itself on your side. There is no need to uh, to coerce anyone. And yet, the very last command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, Matthew twenty-eight, before He ascended into heaven, was go forth and make disciples of all nations. And as uh, the bishop here points out, that is our mission. That is what we are to do. And as we've discussed, we should be doing that. And uh, and yet, if we pretend as though, if we act as though that everything is uh, equal then you're not going to see conversions. You're going to see more of the same. And we are seeing this in the stats in the church today. And I think it was what a week ago I, I read some of the, uh, the, the 50-year stats that are maintained by the Carey Institute. It's not looking good. And the reality is we must preach the truth in season and out. Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Let Courage to preach Him to a world... It may be resistant, but truly needs to hear that message with some. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. More Catholic drive time is coming up next.
5: This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard someone say, the Catholic view of marriage may be an ideal, but it cannot be a reality? Well, G.K. Chesterton says, It is an ideal in a diseased society. It is a reality in a healthy society. For where it is real, it makes society healthy. We know we cannot make a perfectly healthy society because while we believe in marriage and the church, we also believe in something called the fall of man, which also has an effect on society. But the point is that we believe not just in an ideal, but in something practical. Practical in the sense that we want to make something. We want to create Christian families as opposed to those who are always ready to destroy the family. Who give up on the ideal and give in to whatever is easiest at the moment. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org
1: Hi, this is Pam Stenzel. Come participate in the next National Men's March to Abolish Abortion and Rally for Personhood on Saturday, October 15th in Boston. Men gather outside of the Planned Parenthood on Commonwealth at 1130 a.m. for the march, and then everyone else show up at the 2 p.m. rally outside of the House, where I'll be speaking about the need to value and protect every pre-born baby from fertilization. For more information, go to themensmarch.com and spread the word.
4: Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. And now more headlines. Reuters reports Iran to join Asian security body led by Russia and China. Iran has moved a step closer towards becoming a permanent member of a central Asian security body dominated by Russia and China as Tehran seeks to overcome economic isolation imposed by U.S. sanctions. Iran's economy has been hit hard since 2018, when then President uh, uh, Trump uh, abandoned Tehran's nuclear deal with world powers, including Russia and China. Months of indirect talks between Iran and U.S. President Joe Biden's administration have hit a dead end over several obstacles to reviving the nuclear pact, under which Tehran agreed to curbs on its nuclear program in return for the lifting of sanctions. The Hill reports Newsom signs children's online safety bill into California law. Tech companies will have to put extra safety features and data privacy measures in place for California children on their platforms based on a bill signed into law on Thursday by Governor Gavin Newsom. The law establishes the California Age Appropriate Design Code Act, which will put limits on the type of data tech companies can collect on minors and set the highest default privacy settings for young users. Critics say, however, that the law violates the First Amendment by chilling constitutionally protected speech and by infringing on the editorial rights of websites, platforms, and apps of all sizes and ding 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 ideologies. The Epic Times reports, Tentative deal reached with rail workers to avert strike and shipping chaos. I spoke about this story yesterday. The story goes, President Joe Biden has announced that a tentative deal has been reached between U.S. railroads and unions to avert a rail strike and service shutdown that threatened to wreak havoc on cargo shipments and disrupt the economy. Biden said in a, a statement yesterday that the initiative, uh, that the uh, the deal rather, was uh, between major U.S. railroads and unions representing about um, 1,000, sorry, Uh, 100,000 workers, excuse me, was reached overnight. While the details of the uh, agreement aren't immediately available, a key issue was railroad companies' workplace attendance policies that unions said were unreasonably harsh in penalizing workers for taking days off when sick or attending family emergencies. Those were your headline news this morning. God love you.
3: Praise be to God in all things. Thank you, Rudy, for keeping us up to date. Don't forget, uh, today, uh, normally I would be sending the CDT insider email uh, today, but it's a special week. It's share week at the Guadalupe Radio Network, so uh, I'm going to pause it this week and we'll pick it up again next week. Praise be to God, but uh, do please support your local Catholic radio station. It just means the world to us. But joining us right now via Zoom chat is Father Reginald Lynch from the Dominican House of Studies. Good morning to you, Father.
6: Good morning to you Joe. Good, good to see you.
3: Yeah, praise be to God. It is it's good to be seen. I'm in the middle of a national forest in uh, in Arizona at the moment, but I'm supposed to be on retreat, but nonetheless. Uh we right. wanted to ask you about extreme unction. Uh, we've mm-hmm. seen reports lately of the of the uh, uh Uh, seemingly a widespread abuse of extreme unction, and we thought it might be fascinating. It's kind of like uh, one of the sacraments that maybe doesn't get talked about very often or understood very much because maybe most people don't experience this particular sacrament. So we thought it would be interesting to have a conversation around that. Could you do me a favor and please just could you start by telling me uh, or describe to me the sacrament of extreme unction?
6: Yeah, sure. Um, so the, the sacrament of extreme unction or anointing of the sick, whichever you prefer, is really a, um, it, it's one of the seven sacraments, of course. Uh, but it's, it's part of what, you know, St. Thomas Aquinas calls a kind of instrumental extension or application of the efficacy of Christ's passion. So if you think about the, the humanity of Jesus Christ as a kind of instrument of his divinity, which is the classical Christological language uh, for describing it that St. Thomas uh, adopts. The, the sacraments, each one of them and all seven combined, are, are sort of like a stick in the hand, if you will, or a tool picked up for a particular purpose. Um, and if you think about tools in that sense, in the larger context of any architect's plan for some kind of building or some other project, uh, certainly in the mind of God, uh, the, 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 formality and the purpose of each individual sacrament, uh, is understood in the context of the higher uh, of God's plan for what? In this case, well, it, the salvation of the human person. So each one of them, again, following the a- exemplarity, if you will, the, the pattern of Christ's humanity are, uh, specifically fitted to be adapted to human nature. Uh, that is to say, are things that are useful to us. Um, uh, or at least useful to God in, in redeeming us, right? So there are things that use tangible signs that we can understand uh, that are intelligible to us and that also fit uh, to specific needs in, in our life of sanctification uh, at different phases and in different periods. So um, this particular sacrament is one of two that St. Thomas says is specifically geared towards healing, right, uh, the, the human person. There are other sacraments like the Eucharist, uh, for example, or baptism, of course, or confirmation, which are really geared towards the the intrinsic sanctification of the person. If you, if you want to be holy or be in communion with Jesus Christ in the Church, you're going to need those three sacraments, right? Uh, but there are other sacraments that that are necessary for salvation, certainly. But it's a concomitant, as I was in a certain sense, it's presumed in certain conditions, uh, and those, in this case, the the sacrament of penance. Or the sacrament of anointing, uh, presume the, the reality of sin, which of course in all of our cases is, is certainly a reality, right? That needs to be addressed. But there are sacraments of healing, right? Uh, so they assist the, um, the overall trajectory of the human person, if you will, towards, uh, beatitude, towards sanctification by addressing certain defects, right? Uh, so, um, penance, which I think most people are, are more familiar with the sacrament of confession, right? Uh, you can understand that um, in two ways, and it's really preparatory for anointing, right? So it's hard to understand the uh, extreme function of the anointing of the sick without having uh, a functional understanding of penance and what it means to be to be healed, as it were, to dispose oneself to be healed. Um, so penance, in this sense, you can think of it, uh, Aquinas will say, either as a virtue or as a sacrament. And to think of it as a sacrament, you already have to be thinking of it as a virtue, right? So um, you know, and as a virtue, briefly put, penance um, is a disposition to return to the Lord, a desire to return. Certainly a recognition of one's sinfulness, but then also incumbent upon that, a, um, a desire to seek out forgiveness. Um, so that's obviously a precondition for sacramental confession. Right. Um, but uh, as a sacrament, of course, it's an instrumental cause by which that same forgiveness is actually administered. To the penitent, even in the case of mortal sin. Now, um, anointing builds on that larger pattern of, of, of sanctification in light of the, the finality uh, of death. Right. Uh, so, now all of the sacraments, in as much as they are geared towards the attitude and bringing, you know, all of us uh, we're, were sinners and, and are, are fallen towards that final consummation of communion with the Lord. All of the sacraments share that sort of common finality right in terms of being directed towards the last end of being healed from the darkness of sin and ushered into the light of grace Um, but again they each do do that uh, or accomplish that end or contribute to the, the accomplishment of that final end rather in in different ways that are particular to their function as tools or instruments so um that being said you know anointing of the sick uh, you can, uh, you can find in the catechism, for example, a couple of definitions of its effects, right? So uh, it gives a particular grace of the Holy Spirit um, to strengthen uh, the person, particularly in the face of great illness, right? Um, <clears throat> or other types of um, maladies that really confront the person with a, um, something of the finality of death, which weakens them uh, in, in a certain sense right so the the grace of the holy spirit that's particularly given by this sacrament um you could think of it as a kind of grace of perseverance um and that's why it's it, traditionally it was called extreme unction, uh as you as you really said just so it's it's really uh in extremis right uh and it's really uh it also is is associated uh with one's final battle might say uh at the close of one's life but um you know the contemporary practice has, um, has not changed the theology right, of the sacrament. Um, but, you know, there's, there's a bit more that the language, particularly in some of the liturgical books that priests use, for example, right? Um, has opened up a little bit just in terms of the legal requirements, we might say, for who could be annoyed. Again, the theology hasn't changed, but, um, in fact, honestly, the language hasn't changed that much either, right? Uh, it's really just, uh, there, now, um, there's, uh, the, the, the language is a grave, grave illness or or grave threat uh, or grave danger uh but again we interpret all the sacraments you know against that sort of final horizon of being healed from the infirmities of this life and communion with god and the next so um what is it that really threatens the human person in the end right um, Roger Nutt, who's a professor at Ave Maria, um, just wrote a, a very nice book about the anointing of the sick in which he makes the point that sometimes we misinterpret, um, healing in this sense, uh, using the terminology and even the anthropology of, um, contemporary science or contemporary medicine, which, you know, often, um, and, you know, perhaps understandably is mostly concerned with healing a particular defect, a particular illness in light of are living a better life here and now right uh living living well in the present uh and eliminating an illness or a, um some form of disability or whatever it is that that would prevent living well in the present now i mean that's not a terrible thing to be concerned with, certainly right but but the sacraments are natural medicine in that sense um mm. and when the church makes a comparison between all of the sacraments and medicine and you'll you find that in peter lombard for example and well, all the scholastics following him uh, but certainly Aquinas as well the Christ is a kind of physician right? hold uh,
3: that thought right there Father, sorry to yeah, interrupt yeah. but we're right, we're right at a network break here Father Reginald Lynch uh, is our guest he is a, a teacher at the Dominican House of Studies, we're talking about the sacrament of extreme unction and uh, we're going to have more on this coming up right after this very quick break, do us a favor share us with a friend, Catholic Drive Time we'll be right back Hi, this is
0: Father Stephen Inverado. Join us in Boston for the next National Men's March to Abolish Abortion and Rally for Personhood on Saturday, October 15th. Men, we will gather outside the Planned Parenthood to begin the march, and then we're going to meet everyone else for a 2 p.m. rally outside of the State House, where I'll be speaking about constitutional personhood to the pre-born and where we need to go from here. For more information, go to themensmarch.com. Again, details, mensmarch.com. Join us and spread the word.
3: praise be to jesus christ welcome back to catholic drive time keeping you informed and inspired i'm your host joe McLean. so good to be on with you praise be to god and we're talking about uh, the sacrament of extreme unction with father reginald lynch from the dominican house of studies thank you again father for being on our program we're very grateful to you uh, so I want to. We have several questions we'd like to ask as follow-ups, uh, just yeah. trying to get to understand this sacrament in particular. But uh, one I want to ask is if you could just clarify for me again, like who can and cannot? Because I I seem to have yeah. uh, remember so many occasions where people will line up like they're in communion, going to communion to receive the yeah. anointing of the sick, and and it just yeah. seems like that is uh, not a proper use of the sacrament. Could you address That's that right. for us?
6: Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, the it's possible to administer this as sacrament in the context of mass. Uh, that's that's allowed in in the contemporary liturgy. Um, but the question is uh, the pastoral prudence surrounding its administration. So in terms of who, um, if you look at the Code of Canon Law, so this is Canon um, one thousand four, um, Article one. I'm just going to read from it here. The, the anointing of the sick can be administered to a member of the faithful who having reached the use of reason begins to be in danger due to sickness or old age. Right. Um, so again, the way you interpret danger here, um, uh, at least, you know, theologically, uh, following the tradition would really be to ask, you know, what is it that places the soul in danger? Right. Uh, well, you know, it, it's, uh, things that, uh, endanger our eternal life primarily. Now, the sacrament does strengthen one, uh, certainly someone who's, um, suffering with a severe illness but to, to bear that with christ if you look at the catechism again you know um one of the effects of the sacrament right is, is conformity to christ in our suffering so a particular grace so i again to, to answer your question more directly joe i, I wouldn't say i mean I, one has to be a little careful in, in sort of the pastoral prudence So it's say in terms of how maybe as a priest one makes available the sacrament um, uh, of anointing in this case and how one presents it and the type of catechesis one provides. Uh so I I think for, for part, you know, um individual administration in a in a hospital context or before a major surgery for example, uh you know, the these are definitely, you know, appropriate contexts in which um grave danger and danger of death, uh, you know, uh, is is on the horizon, right? Uh the church also allows for the sacrament to be repeated. Um in certain circumstances, right? So if the person recovers and then becomes sick again, they can be anointed again. Uh, even if it's the same illness, uh, for example, if someone uh, is diagnosed with cancer, for example, God forbid, you know, but then uh, they were anointed at the beginning of the illness, but then at a point the illness worsens. Uh, they could be anointed a second time, even though it's the same illness. Uh, but Basing that, that, particular pastoral moment, if you will, uh, around the the worsening of the illness, the the increasing gravity. So the church allows for that as well. But Mm -hmm. um, I think, uh, yeah, I don't know, does that answer your question, Jared, or what, um, can I expand on that somehow? Yes,
2: Father, uh, I was thinking along the same, along similar lines, you know, there's three uh, excesses, defects that I kind of uh, imagine whenever we talk about the sacrament, and I think the excess is we consider it like the sacrament of the dead and where people are waiting until they're on death's door to say, okay, i got to call a priest and get him here. And I was just talking to a (laughs) priest friend of mine who was in the diocese, newly ordained, and he was saying how he had someone call him in the morning was like, Oh, we know our grandma's about to die, but don't come now. Come this evening so we can get the family together. And by the time he got right. there, she was dead. Um, then yeah. the other excess right. is uh, <laughs> sacrament of the cold and people are like, Oh, I got the sniffles. I'm going to go get anointed. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. finally, the third one is people who are doing dumb things and wanting to get anointing the sick for it so for instance they're going like oh i'm gonna go skydiving can i go get father to anoint me for before i go skydiving and i'm like well it's it's uh anointing of the sick not anointing of the i'm gonna go and do something that it may get me killed uh so could you, you address, foolish, yeah, yeah. <laughs> could you address yeah the could you address those uh kind of excesses defects
6: yeah yeah, so I think, you know, occasions where it, it might be appropriate to annoy someone ahead of time would be like, let's say a major surgery where general anesthesia is involved. Now, I mean, that lot, lots of people, you know, a lot, would, would be anointed before that. That would be fine. To be anointed before you go skydiving. I mean, I would counsel you, well, just not to do that. I mean, I guess I, I don't know very much skydiving. But, uh, but uh, certainly if you injured yourself doing it, uh, you'd be a candidate after the fact uh, for anointing. Um, <laughs> Um, but I think uh, in terms of, yes, yeah, I mean, minor illnesses like a cold or something like that or, yeah, just imprudent behavior. Uh, th- these aren't really qualifiers. Right. Uh, but again, I can say pastorally, you know, I'm, uh, you know, just as a priest uh, there, especially with fewer priests, uh, it's it's not always possible to get the timing right at the end mm-hmm. of life. You know, uh, yeah. so this is one of the sacraments It's really where you see that the sacraments presume in the favor of the faithful. Right. Uh So even if someone I, I've been in hospital situations where you get there pretty late, right, mm-hmm. Uh the person is already unconscious, for example, uh they're in a coma. You can't hear their confession. Right. You can anoint them, though. You can still anoint, anoint them if there's uh, uncertainty about whether or not they're still alive. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so uh, you can imagine a, a priest on a, on a battlefield or something like that. It's you know, it's a little hard to tell. Right. Uh, but the sacraments presume in the favor uh, of the faithful. Right. And so anointing is really you know it's something that that can happen at the very last moment uh but i think the same logic again within the proper theological parameters can apply uh when we think about you know why the church might have um opted for the language of, of gravity here or, or grave illness as opposed to um a kind of physical or, or um, temporal proximity to the actual moment of death right so again Someone diagnosed with cancer or some other significant illness would, would benefit from the sacrament, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as they begin to struggle with that illness, we would benefit from this, uh, quite, quite a, a great deal. So we wouldn't want to have an unnecessarily temporal, uh, understanding of this, of the sacrament that has to be like literally the last moment. Although for most people, you know, um, grave illness and death is, is something that comes on more suddenly, you know, uh, but in the yeah. cases where that's, a more extended battle, anointing can be part of that. Uh, yeah.
4: Yeah. You know, Father, I have a, a prayer book that uh, has a, mm-hmm. a wonderful prayer for uh, for people who are sick, and it just mm-hmm. describes kind of what you just mentioned. You know, it, it, yeah. it's really a prayer for the person to recuperate so that they can live a holy life, so that they could die a good death.
6: Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering yeah.
4: about the uh, the form and function here. I, I know you just mentioned um, a minute ago that. Uh, We presume that the sacrament is in favor of the person. But, you know, another Mm -hmm. really common story that I've run into, and actually I experienced that firsthand, is that, Mm -hmm. um, you know, because of a certain thing that happened two years ago, uh, people weren't allowed to go into the Mm -hmm. hospital rooms to uh, be there with their family who was actually dying. You know, most of them were unconscious. And, um, I ran into stories where people were saying, yeah, the priest wouldn't go into the room, but he gave them a spiritual anointing of the sick. So could you talk about the, the form and function? Would that have been a valid administration of the sacrament?
6: So I'm, I'm not, I've never encountered a spiritual anointing of the sick before in terms of what it would really matter what actually happens, right? Mm. But I'm, I'm inclined to think by that description that they're, there wasn't a physical anointing with oil, right? Uh, but I don't, again, I don't, I don't know exactly. Obviously, um, but let's uh, just the, say, let's sacraments. just say, for
4: example, that the, the yeah. anointing did not happen.
6: Okay, so he stood outside the room or outside the hospital yeah. and prayed for the person. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that's not a sacrament, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, at least by 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 that um, description, uh, you you need matter and form for mm-hmm. a sacrament, and the the matter is is the anointing with oil right uh with with the specific oil of the sick that's been blessed by the bishop um and the form of course is the words the the prayer the priest prays with uh, through this holy anointing may the Lord and so on and so forth um there is some variation you you don't have the the nor- the normal form is that you anoint uh both the forehead and then the the palms of the hands mm. right uh but uh, if that's not possible, you can anoint them anywhere and only once uh although that's not normative but yeah, I, I've been in hospital situations where it's it's a little touch and go, you know, and maybe you can't get to their head and hands, you know, but yeah. uh, a big toe would work, you know, if, uh, <laughs> for, for matter and form. Right. If, if that's what it came to. Right. Right. But uh, you, you you do need to actually apply apply the oil. The the Code of Canon law allows for the use of an instrument. Um, it doesn't specify what that means. And that was a big source of debate during the, the pandemic, you know, Um and even outside of the context of COVID or, or our recent experience with that, you know, there are other types of hospital situations where there are a lot of restrictions put on the priest by the hospital, right? I, I mean, mm-hmm. and that may or not, may or not may not be really concerned with Catholic sacraments or, or anything else. But um so, uh but the oil still needs to be applied and applied by the minister. I think at least that that's a sort of, ballpark uh definition for our purposes here right so i i think if anyone you know found themselves in a situation where where they wonder about the validity of a sacrament in a case like that again i mean the the whole sacramental economy presumes in the favor of the faithful who are well disposed and uh as uh saint augustine says and uh saint thomas's uh want to repeat you know that there's um the, the god isn't shackled by the sacraments in the end right his causality his authority uh, is not constrained by the instruments and tools he's chosen to use in his wisdom. So that doesn't, of course, give us the um, the, the right to invent sacraments of our own. But it, but if he wants to operate outside the sacramental economy, he certainly can. Mm-hmm. So I think there's there's good reason to be hopeful there, uh, especially when you know we think of loved ones who may or may not have have had as much sacramental access as we would have liked in their final moments uh, for any reason. You know, so.
3: We're down to just about a minute here with Father Reginald Lynch from the Dominican House of Studies talking about the sacrament of extreme unction. Uh, I, I know you, you you said this a minute ago, or um, but would you say, Father, that if if you were going to go under, if you're going to be anesthetized going into a surgery, does mm-hmm. would you say they should receive the sacrament uh, if they're being anesthetized, or would they have to the surgery have to have some sort of gravity to it? In other words, if you're getting your gallbladder removed. Uh, would that be a sufficient cause or does it have to be something more serious?
6: Yeah. So, um, I, I think, I, I think it's, uh, you know, common practice now and I, I think justifiable that to, to take the general anesthesia itself as a inherently dangerous thing, uh, that, that, uh, that could be the cause of death, right? It's, 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 uh, mm-hmm. obviously standard medical practice these days, but, um, that to be anointed before that is is not unwarranted you know and um so and also i mean if you you don't lose anything in particular right uh by you can be anointed more than once right okay (laughs) so so yeah in fact great reason to be yeah
3: there were saints yeah. that have been anointed more than once. In the yeah, extreme that's function, right. Yeah. So.
6: Well, so Father no Reginald Lynch, for, yeah, yeah.
3: God bless you, Father. We're out of time. Right. We're grateful for your clarification and uh, explanation there. Have a great day, Father. Uh, that sure is going to do it for our number one. Praise be to God. Thank you for joining us for Catholic Drive Time. Please join us at 9 a.m. Central, 10 Eastern on our website, grnonline.com, forward slash cdt for our second hour and support the local Catholic radio station.
1: Hi, this is Sister Dee Dee Byrne. Come participate in the next National Men's March to Abolish Abortion and Rally for Personhood on Saturday, October 15th in Boston. Men, gather outside of the Planned Parenthood on Commonwealth at 11.30 a.m. for the march. Everyone else, show up at the 2 p.m. rally outside of the State House, where I'll be speaking about the urgent need to be actively pro-life and pro-eternal life. For more information, go to TheMensMarch.com and please spread the word.
7: Hello, this is Steve Gleason with your one minute tool for Catholic evangelism. Here's the question for your non-Catholic friend. Can you really say you know what praying the rosary is all about? So here's your three best friendship tools for Catholic evangelism. Number one, listen to the who's who of the rosary. We have the Blessed Trinity. We have the angel Gabriel. We have the Virgin Mary. We have John the Baptist and we have Elizabeth. So how's that for a cast of sacred ones? Secondly, reflection. While saying the rosary, we reflect on 20 primary and sacred moments that occur in the lives of the Holy Family and thirdly the rosary dynamics here's how you involve this cast of holy ones in praying the rosary you first invoke the three persons of the blessed trinity then onto praying the apostles creed then you will pray in our father then you will recite the angel gabriel's words to mary then you'll recite what mary said to elizabeth and then you will relive john the baptist being filled with the holy spirit in the womb then you will ask for mary's assistance in your life and i'm so glad to say none of that is idolatry
1: Hi, this is Carrie Beatley. Come participate in the next National Men's March to Abolish Abortion and Rally for Personhood on Saturday, October 15th in Boston. Men, gather outside of the Planned Parenthood on Commonwealth at 1130 for the march. And everyone else, show up at the 2 p.m. rally outside of the State House where I'll be speaking about how America's abortion king pushed the lie of abortion on the American people. For more information, go to themen'smarch.com.
3: Houston.
7: It's you, my Lord, my God. You are my Lord, my God.
3: You are here, you are present here now. Hmm. In this moment, I know that it's you. I trust that it's you. In the bread, you are broken. In the wine, overflowing. I know that it's you. I proclaim that it's you. You are here, you
7: are present here and now. In this moment, I know.
6: Welcome to the 2022 Guadalupe Radio Network. It's for your soul, Fall Shareathon. Please call 1-800-476-3311 to make your pledge of support to help keep Catholic Radio on the air across the Guadalupe Radio Network. Make a one-time $1,500 donation or a pledge of $125 per month for a year, and you'll be eligible to win a drawing for a pilgrimage of choice for you and a guest with select international tours. That number again to call is 1-800-476-3311. And good morning, and welcome
8: to the final day, Friday. It has arrived of this uh, share week, Fall share here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. It's For Your Soul is a the theme, and uh, gosh, 12 more hours, and we'll be all finished. And we have a lot of good uh, things planned for you today, including this hour, which uh, we hope is going to be just a barn burner, exciting hour. My name is Dave Palmer, executive director here at the North Texas uh, station of the Guadalupe Radio Network, along with Toya Hall, the COO. Coo! Okay, this Does is. that
1: not sound so strange? <laughs>
8: How you doing? Good morning.
1: <laughs> and good morning, Dave. And wow, you and Cecil had a great evening last night, so we're off to a great start this morning. And uh, let's start, Dave, with a prayer. Yes. In the name of the God Father and the Son and the, Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Lord, we thank you that you have sustained the Guadalupe Radio Network through the generosity of our listeners. We lift each one of them in prayer to you this day. And, dear Jesus, along with the intercession of our blessed Mother Mary, we pray that you will touch, enlighten, and open the eyes of all our hearts so that we will hear your word and hear your teaching. We prayerfully ask for your continued blessing upon the Guadalupe Radio Network that we remain steadfast in our media ministry to spread your truth. Jesus, bless our listeners and hear their prayers. You know their hearts, you know their needs. Enrich their lives with Your Holy Spirit, protect them from harm, and bring back our lost family members into your fold. Thank you, Jesus, for the daily showering of the abundant blessings that you send our way. We are your servants. got our hearts, our hands, and our voices that we may give glory to God. We ask all of this in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, Father and the, the Son, Son, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit, amen. Dave, amen. Dave. <coughs> you want to set up this hour? And then I know you have some people to thank from last night.
8: Yeah, we do. It was a, a really good way to close out uh, yesterday. We had a big, big outpouring of uh, generosity at the very end of the hour. And so uh, we always say, you know, hey, we need the momentum coming into the next day. And this hour is going to be fun. So, uh, Toy, you, you know a little bit more about uh, this journey. Generous donor than I do, other than just my uh, amazing respect for her. Um, but this is uh, the seven o'clock hour. There's a goal of ten thousand dollars, and it is what we call a contingent matching gift. And I don't think we've had one of these yet this uh, hour. I mean, this 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 week, I should say. And what it means is that uh, we have a wonderful lady by the name of uh, Bridget Iquianello. I hope did I pronounce that right? I get it.
1: Iquianello.
8: Iquianello. Okay. And Bridget has been really generous, and in fact, she's already donated during this week. She was one of our um, uh, uh, the, the Fatima donors earlier this week. She's a prisoner at Saint Anne's Catholic Church in Midland, Texas. So her prayer intention is for her family, the Sheraton, the unborn, the people of Ukraine, and in Thanksgiving for her many blessings. And so the way a, a contingent matching gift works is that we have to raise the whole thing In order to get the 10,000. So, uh, you have to raise 10,000 in order to get to 10,000. Now, if we raise $9,000, we get to obviously keep the 9,000 that's called in, but we don't get the extra 10,000. So as soon as we hit $10,000 this hour only, uh, we are going to unleash Bridget's generous extra gift of $10,000. And so hopefully that makes sense. It's kind of all or nothing. I guess is the way you can explain it. And so you either get all of the 10,000 or you get none of it. You don't get a part of it like you typically they would uh, during a regular matching gift. And did I explain that well enough?
1: You explained it very well, Dave, <laughs> and we already have our first donor of the morning. and. Now we know who's starting out the hour.
8: Yeah, Scott and McKinney, our dear friend Scott, who's just, a, a amazing, uh, amazing, guy and his wife, Michelle and all their kids, uh, amazing family. $25 one time. So he got us started. He's from St. Jude Parish in Allen. We were there last weekend with, at, at their, uh, fall carnival and, uh, Scott listens to 9, 10 a.m. So all right. So we are on $26 on our way to $10,000. And uh, the, the key here is you have, you know, you, everybody has to participate. If you're listening, we're going to obviously have to have some big donations. Maybe a seraphim, but there's one out there. Uh, 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Again, thank you very much to Bridget and uh, her ongoing generosity. This is not the first time she's done this either. So uh, what, what can you say? Just an amazing, amazing woman. All right, so real quickly, last, uh, la- last hour, which was the 6 o'clock Central Time Hour last night, we had a big goal, nearly $10,000. We were in trouble towards the end, and... Uh, we called out and boy, some people came through amazingly. And the, the folks that helped us, uh, not only hit the goal, but go over it, uh, included, um, a Mark from Prince of Peace Parish, Birmingham, Alabama, uh, donated $50 one time. We had an anonymous, uh, Seraphim donor, uh, uh, from Dallas, nine ten AM listener, $5,000. I love, I love the comment Toya that, uh, that she made. She said, I hope this helps. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. It helped a little bit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. We, yeah, we, uh, we, uh, no, but she, um, well, I don't want to give too much away about her, but, uh, yeah, she, we, we know who she is, and I hope it helps. Yeah, you know, we, we, yeah, that helped a little bit. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, and then we had, uh, uh, Connie in Odessa donated, uh, on the, in the Perpetual Light Society, $20 a month, uh, 1180 a.m. listener in, in Midland. And then we had Anonymous, uh, from Savannah, Texas, uh, St. Martin, de uh, DePore's Parish in Prosper, Texas. We're going to be out there uh soon as well for a a fall festival and how has catholic radio changed her life she says oh my gosh (laughs) i learned a lot of things about my faith and and, uh uh, things that i questioned about my family and i love it going to work and, and coming home encourages me all the all the time uh she said please pray for my daughter going through an illness and to come back to the church for my family and those suffering with mental illness and let's see, uh, and then oh, we had a big uh, pilgrimage donation also come in uh, from let's see, uh, Divine, Texas. Listening to eighty-nine point seven FM, uh, Saint Joseph's Parish in Divine. Catholic Radio is my life. I listen all day long, and I listen to you on my tractor. <laughs> this is a, this is a call that Carla got. Uh, Toya, he he listens on his tractor. And, I know
1: other people that do the same thing.
8: Yeah, I have never listened to my tractor, because I, I don't have a tractor. So.
1: It'd be a little <laughs> hard to do, wouldn't it?
8: Yeah, and he says, uh, please pray for our parish's fest, which is going to be on October 1st. Uh, so, all right, thank you so much. Now, let me see, can I use his name? I think I can. Yeah, um, all right, uh, Ernie in Divine, Texas. Doesn't say it was anonymous. So, Ernie in Divine, Texas, thank you very much. All right, that clears up last hour. Have we hit the 10,000 yet, Toya?
1: Uh no. <laughs> Not even close, but we do have three people on the oh, line. 800-476-3311. You know, I think we have been struggling mightily to get to 10 people uh at one time during the charathon and I think maybe five or six and I I think uh it was um Richard and Sean that got there. So Dave, there'd be a good time this morning. It's Friday. It's the day that for people like me, where are procrastinators unite. We get to all come together because it's the last day of the share right? I-,
8: I laugh when you say that because you you are not a procrastinator. You, you, the, <laughs> you do not uh, know. The last the, the last thing that I would use to describe you would be a procrastinator. You are <laughs> not, but, uh, but mm-hmm. I, I, I am. I, I do procrastinate, and we've got three people on the line, Dave and Henry and Jeff. These are all at our San Antonio call center. And uh, yeah, I, I, agree with you though, Toya. If, if there's ever been a moment in this yeah. share that we're going to get up to 10 calls all at the same time. Well, you know, we got three without really, you know, asking, you know, heavily. We, we, three, three popped on the line pretty quickly there. 800-476-3311. Eight people are logged in. I know we can have more, <clears throat> more people logged on if we get, uh, the need. Fourth caller now, 800-476-3311. I think a, a text was sent out. Uh, saying that, uh, yeah, a ten thousand contingent match came in uh, the, uh, the last day of the Share-a-thon, and so thanks Tim for sending that out uh, but th- these are you know these are nail biters because here bridget 's listening, and she's yes, wants, she 's she is. wants to give this ten thousand uh, dollar donation we 've never missed a contingent gift, so the whole idea of like telling somebody well thanks, but no, thanks it 's never really happened, but you know but right, it could it could it could happen yeah. that we don 't hit the ten thousand.
1: Yeah, if you're just tuning in, it's the fall, Sheraton. It's for your soul, is what we're talking about, and we have a ten thousand dollar contingent matching gift. You don't often hear us say that, but this is contingent. This is raise it all or get nothing. If we don't raise all $10,000, we've got three people on. Uh, it's 11 minutes after. And let me tell you, the time goes by very fast. So many times we have this lull, right, Dave? Mm-hmm. And then you just can't recover from it because then the time is up, right? The time time rules all that one hour.
8: <laughs> yeah. And, and you can have uh, lulls in other hours. But with an hour like this, I mean, we've raised $26 towards $10,000. And the, the call volume has been lower than. This week. Uh, you know, we have not gotten up to. I don't even think you know eight or nine or ten calls at any okay, one time. Okay, up to four. <clears throat> okay, now we got four. So uh, I'm telling you, uh, okay, one, two, three. Okay, four calls. Where is the fifth caller? Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. You know, Scott, who was our first donor, he's the one that uh, has said that he likes to be the fourth caller. So, but he's already he's already done his thing this hour, so he can't be he the was fourth first caller. First caller, first caller. Yeah, <laughs> breaking break the mold. Okay, the fifth <laughs> caller now. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. And I, I would say, you know, ideally we'd have 50 calls. Uh, we'd have all, calls of all sizes. Please do not be, you know, uh, bashful if it's like, well, I, I, my my donation is gonna be ten dollars. That's not gonna help much. Well, it will. So, so call that in. But at the same time, we've got to have some big ones as well. Uh, maybe a seraphim five thousand dollars. A lot of archangels fifteen hundred dollars one time or one twenty five uh, a month for a year. Uh, you know, maybe a Fatima donation. I mean, in honor of Bridget, wouldn't it be cool? The, our our Fatima. If somebody donor, did yeah. nineteen seventeen,
1: yeah, yeah, that would I'm be sure so would cool. Be. 1 800 476 3311. 800 476 3311. If you are just now listening and wonder what in the world is going on, where is CDT? What are these guys doing on my radio station? Well, it is the Fall Share-a-thon, and let me tell you every single donation is going to receive an amazing interview in your inbox tonight. Isn't that a blessing of technology? Mm-hmm. And it's called It's for Your Soul and it's Monsignor Charles Pope and our wonderful Sean uh, Rice, who is the GM in uh, South and Central Texas. And it's an interview about all the things that are good for our soul. And I've listened to it several times, took notes, and I'm going to listen to it again, Dave. It's that good.
8: Yeah, you said you've listened like three or four times, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, I've you know, I talk, I, I've said the story many times. I started listening to it in the car, and I got so into it that I passed up my exit uh, to go pick up my <laughs> son on last Wednesday. And then I sat down at my desk, and I very in- intentionally listened to it. It and took notes uh four pages of notes that i have right now all right barney in missouri city texas thank you from st lawrence parish in sugarland uh listening to 14 30 a.m kshj and he says uh catholic radio has helped uh, with the programming to further my faith. And he says, continue the success for the GRN. Well, you know, I love this because, you know, Barney isn't just saying, eh, gosh, I hope you hit the, your goals. You know, he's calling in, he's making a donation. Uh, and that's what we hope everybody will do that's listening right now. I think we're back up to four calls. $51 has been raised, Ninety-nine forty-nine. That's an intimidating amount of money. 800 476 one Isabel and Uvalde, $35 one time. Loves the GRN drive time, <coughs> drive time, and the best GRN manager Richard Reyna. <laughs> I'm has, so
1: sorry to tell you he is no longer a general manager.
8: It has started. The Richard so he cannot
1: be the favorite general yeah, manager she, anymore.
8: You're going to have to yeah pick another one. Okay, <laughs> Isabel, <laughs> thank you so much. Three calls now. Uh, we've had three three donations totaling eighty-seven dollars. Uh, three people on the line, uh, Natalie, Laura, and Dave are all taking calls. 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311, $9,913 to go.
1: Right. That's all we need to raise at the top of the hour. And then we are going to get an additional $10,000. If we get to $9,900, we are not going to get it. So we need to raise this money and we only have 45 minutes left to do it in. But every donation is going to receive that wonderful interview that I was talking about. It is a digital interview and you'll have it in your inbox tonight and a uh, dollar a day, $30 a month. That's the suggestion donation and uh, use your automatic bank draft it use your credit card because we have a beautiful CD which is also a digital CD that we are going to send to you and it's called the vigil project and it's true presence and it's focused on Christ true presence in the Eucharist and then if you do that dollar a day thirty dollars a month your name's going in the drawing for an iPad air Uh, it was donated by the Knights of Columbus, uh, St. Helena Catholic Church in San Antonio, uh, Knights Council 7965. So thank you so very much to the Knights for donating that, but a dollar a day, $30 a month. Your name could go in that drawing, and you could be the winner of an iPad Air next week.
8: Yeah, and, uh, Toy, I am uh, a little bit concerned about uh, how this is going. We're almost 20 minutes into the hour. We've raised less than $100. Three generous people have called in, totaling $87, uh, $9,913 to go. This is a contingent matching gift thanks to Bridget in Midland, uh, who has uh, done this before, and I think she must have enjoyed it. So much just to listen to the generosity being poured out among all the listeners. 800-476-3311. Only three people on the line now. We've got to get five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten calls. Uh, of all sizes, uh, if if you're waiting and you've you've got an archangel donation or uh, a big one like two or three thousand dollars that you can give, uh, this is the time to do it because uh, this is all or nothing. We've never missed a, a contingent matching gift before in the history of the Guadalupe Radio Network because uh, you've always responded, and we need you to respond now. Eight hundred four seven six three three eleven, eight hundred four seven six three three one one.
1: in in contingent matching gift money is what we've got to raise with three people on. I'd feel a lot more comfortable if we could see seven or eight, nine more people. If you love Catholic Radio and it's been a blessing to you, keep it on the airwaves. 800-476-3311. And if you want to step it up and be the an archangel donor, $1,500 one time or $125 a month, you could uh, be choosing, if you're the winner, a pilgrimage with select international tours. Any of their Catholic pilgrimages, you have all next year of which to choose it. Or even this year, if uh, you uh, want to get in a, a pilgrimage this year, there's still time to do it. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. The value of the pilgrimage is eleven to $12,000, depending on which one you want. Eight hundred four I'm a little concerned, Dave. It's 19 minutes into the hour. Uh, thank you, Julie, from Houston. $200 one-time donation. Every little bit helps us build up to $10,000. She goes to St. John Vianney Parish. She goes, uh, she loves the mass every day and it's a great way to start the day and she asks for prayers for all families everywhere that split up. By political difference. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, that's a good prayer intention.
8: Yeah, that that is uh, uh, uh kind of a, a strange thing. Uh, thank thank our family. I know, but I can't imagine like Thanksgiving dinner or something when everybody has like really polar opposite uh, political differences. It it's, it wouldn't be fun. Just 3311 six thirty three eleven. Three people on the line: Irene, Laura, and Natalie. Thank you so much for going to the San Antonio call center to help out, make uh, answering calls. I'm sure there are other volunteers that uh, maybe haven't had a call yet, waiting on their first. call. Call. please, let, let's get the lines going. $291 has been raised. one 800 one Israel in Floresville, uh, listening to 89.7 FM, $41. And that includes some, uh, credit card charges. Uh, pray for our nation and church around the nation and all, Uh, Sacred Heart Catholic, all at Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Floresville. All right. 332 now. Two people on the line and, uh, just waiting for that flood of calls, that flood of calls to come in. We have to get them contingent matching gift, all or nothing. We, if we raise 10,000, we get another 10,000. And, uh, you know, Toy, you can speak about just how this week has gone so far, especially yesterday and how missing this 10,000 would, would not be good.
1: No, it uh, certainly wouldn't Dave. Let me start out by saying that the summer was really tough on us. Uh it was the financial red all summer long. So we need to climb out of that and that's the purpose for this charathon is to climb out of that and help us stay on the air until the next one. It is really an act of, of trust. I kind of think of it like stepping out on water, Dave, that, you know, okay, we've got these 39 radio stations. You know, how are we going to survive? And it's always been uh, God's divine providence working through our wonderful listeners. Yesterday, we fell short. We missed a lot of hours yesterday, so we don't want to start the last day of the share in that mode. We want to hit this one, but we're going to need some big ones, 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311, and we need more than four callers, 800-476-3311. And if I can just throw in, Dave, that uh, if we, this is contingent matching gift. You may be thinking, well, it's their typical matching gift hour. No, this is a contingent $10,000. If we raise $10,000, we will get $10,000. If we don't raise it, we won't get it. And even with that great hour last night that Dave and Sissel had, it still didn't make up for the full day that we fell short. So let's start out. Let's do this. Keep our airwaves Catholic, and we can only do that with your prayers, your financial support, where you are all in with Catholic Radio.
8: Yeah, one eight hundred four seven six three three eleven eight hundred four seven six three three one one Charles in Dallas nine ten a.m. listener Saint Thomas Aquinas Parish, which is gorgeous. I think it's probably one of the probably one of the most beautiful uh, churches, you know, architecturally in the Dallas diocese. Um, he donated at the Guardian Angel Lever level level thirty three dollars a month, and he says he was very inspired by Mother Angelica. And that uh, gosh, and I, I know we all were as well. So so thank you, Charles. Really appreciate that. You got us up to $728. We're not even at 10% of our goal. Uh, time-wise, we're uh, reaching the bottom of the hour now, 23 minutes after, eight hundred four seven six three three one one. And again, Charles and everybody who gives it that Guardian Angel level or above today is going to have a chance to win the iPad Air. Uh, and it's worth $600. He is, uh, it's, it was purchased by Knights of Columbus Council 7965 at St. Helena Catholic Church in San Antonio. So, um, thank you very much to the Knights of Columbus. All right. I think we have five we now, Tony. Five. Oh, okay, Where's to <laughs> <We're> number six? <laughs> Caller number six.
1: Come Caller on. Caller number six. Yes. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. You know, if I'm in my house, Dave, and I'm getting ready in the morning and I'm listening to this cuz i'm always listening to Catholic Radio and i'm thinking did they just say if they don't raise it they don't get it I know. did they just say that and that's exactly right if we don't raise it we don't get it 804763311 and what i'm talking about is $10,000 contingent matching gift that was donated by Bridget yaquinello in Midland, Texas and it said that uh, if we raise it, she'll give us another $10,000. We now have I got six, six calls! Oh, okay, come on, we need caller oh, number four seven. more, let's get to ten. Let's do it. You want to get to ten? Okay.
8: Yeah, I, well, I want to get to seven on the way to ten. Okay. <laughs> we may have. 800-476-3311 Oh, come on everybody, if you're listening right now please do not wait. Uh, we have got to get this continued Matching gift. We need some big donations to come through. Every donation at any size is going to be so helpful. Here's Joseph in Vienna, uh, Virginia, 1160 a.m. listener. Oh, the biggest donation we've had so far, uh, this morning, uh, $408. That includes some credit card charges. He's from St. Mark's Parish. He prayer for my family and my work. And so, uh, Joseph, thank you. And, uh, here is, uh, Benjamin and, uh, John, uh, Joshua. Uh, in North Potomac, Maryland, 1160 a.m., listeners, uh, Perpetual Light Society donors, $30 a month. So they're going to have a chance to win that iPad Air as well. All right, we're at $1,500, uh, 8500 to go, thereabouts, uh, about five people on the line, 800-476-3311. I love how, you know, when we really... Uh, uh, you know, express a need and an urgency like this, Toy. I think we may have seven. Uh, do you see we what you see? We have seven. Oh, seven.
1: Oh, okay. We just need <laughs> three, three, more. More Please. Three, more. Come three more people. Three more. Three more people. Eight hundred four seven six three three eleven. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. 800-476-3311. Three people calling Ugh. right now. We've got to raise $10,000 and we only have 34 minutes left.
8: All right. If you're listening right now and you haven't donated, uh, can you, can you give $25? Can you give 50 Uh, uh you know, may, maybe you're, you're like, well, I can give $1,500. Well, please call right now. Uh, one 800 476 Okay. There, okay. There's eight, Toya. There's eight, eight. <laughs> oh my gosh. We just need we got two, two more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my more. word! How wonderful! Eight hundred four seven six three three eleven, eight hundred four seven six three three one one. Well, I, we actually need I, two more people to log yeah, in. Yeah, we got. Dave. There's two yeah. people.
8: There's two on hold. Uh, so basically, we got the ten. Uh, right now, uh, somebody else can confirm that, um, but uh, it, it looks like there's at least 10, uh, that, but we need to get, get some other people to log on and uh, yeah. a- answer calls, but uh, if you're waiting, don't worry, there's uh, uh, plenty of people Dave, that- talk
1: among yourself uh, and let me see if I can get somebody else to answer uh, phones. Uh,
8: okay, 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. Uh, okay, now we have, okay, we have 11 people logged on now, uh, 10 calls, we finally got there, we got the 10 calls. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, and, you know, dear Bridget, I know you're listening. Thank you. You've inspired so many people to call in. Uh, but I will say, even in the midst of all this uh, fun and excitement, uh, with a total of 10 people on right now, there is one other person that can take a call. Uh, we've got to hit this goal. You know, uh, the calls are great, and this is a, a awesome, awesome milestone to get to ten calls. Thank you. But we still have 8503 five, $8, dollars to raise. And so, in the midst of all these, we got to f- get a few archangels. We got to, you know, get did we get, get
1: to ten, Dave? Uh,
8: yes, we did. Yeah, we. we oh finished... wow, we probably uh, could
1: have uh, gotten more, but we didn't have enough phones uh, okay. ready. So there's, there's eleven
8: now. It's a- there's a- eleven people on awesome. the line right now. So this is awesome, especially for a a shareathon like this where the call. Has been low Uh, to have 11 calls. Oh, this is wonderful. Yeah, that's very encouraging. And you know, I want to give Bridget a a big virtual hug because, you know, you know, Toy, if if it wasn't for Bridget, we would not have 11 calls right now. We would not. People are responding because there's a big need. Uh, Christopher in Miles, Texas, uh, St. Margaret of Scotland Parish says Catholic Radio provides a continual learning and prayer. Uh, In the Catholic faith, Uh, he is at the guardian angel uh, level. And thank you, listening to 91.5 KPDE in San Angelo. Marianne in Duncanville, Texas, is also uh, a guardian angel donor. One time, uh, put it on a credit card, so she's going to get the uh, Vigil Project uh, download in her email box tonight. Uh, Holy Spirit Parish. In Duncanville is where she worships. So thank you, thank you, thank you. 1-800-476-3311. one 476 3311 We have 13 people that can take calls. 10 are active right now. Uh, so uh, this is uh, this is looking pretty positive here, Toya. one 800
1: 476 Probably some of the calls went to the offsite call center, Dave, that we have in, in case we don't have enough phones set up. So I'm sure all the calls have gotten taken. 800 476 800 476 3311 Dave, that was a wonderful outpouring. I can't wait to see what's happening. But we need the calls to continue because we still need Seven thousand seven hundred and sixty-eight dollars to raise toward our ten thousand dollars.
8: Yeah, and that's the thing. In all the euphoria, you, you still say, you know what? We might not get this ten thousand uh, dollars because I know that there are some really good, generous people that said they're trying to get to ten. I'm going to call in my ten-dollar donation, and and thank you. We, we, you know, this is what it's all about. It's just everybody doing their thing. But the point is, is that just because we have ten or eleven calls on the line doesn't doesn't mean we're going to hit this $10,000. Judy in San Antonio, $510, uh plus or oh, includes some credit card charges. St. Padre Pio Parish, she says Catholic radio inspires her to do better and learn more, and she says please pray for the repose of the soul of her father-in-law and for a new granddaughter. All right. So, um that that praise God for um uh the, the the new the new granddaughter and may god rest your your dear uh, father-in-law's soul uh judy thank you for that donation and uh, we hope it's matched in convention hours we're not allowed we're not able to say hey it was matched like typically uh bill and munster a hundred dollars that's his second time he's called in he says please pray for priests connie in san antonio uh guardian angel level donation saint vincent of paul parish he says please pray for my family my sister and my brother and gilberto in gaithersburg maryland listening to eleven sixty a.m a hundred dollars one time, St. Martin of Tours Parish, he says he learns something new every day. And pray for all of the families who are experiencing hard times right now. Um, and here is, do uh, you see this, Toya? Uh, our first archangel of, wow. the, of the, uh, the the hour, uh, Imelda, Pasadena, Texas, 1430 a.m. listener. Uh, she, she's paying the credit card charges, and she's... A, uh, uh, an archangel donor, St. Hyacinth Parish in Deer Park. She says she is, uh, let's see, uh, da, da, she learned so much. She loves the music, uh, with the prayers. It has changed her life completely. We were not catechized. We never stopped going to church, but we never knew the meaning of what was happening. It has been a blessing Aww. to me and my family. She says, please pray for marriages and parenting. My life is very blessed, but there are a lot of people who have issues. With parenting, families are falling apart because parents are not teaching their children about Jesus and Mary and God, and it's very sad. We are not evangelizing to each other about Jesus, and so, Amelda, I, I love your, the spirit in which you uh, communicated that to the to the volunteer. You can tell she has a real heart for evangelization. Uh, you know, um, Adrian was talking about that on Catholic Drive Time this morning. Is that if we have a loved one who we think is, you know, has the, the possibility of not being you know, saved or not, not going to heaven. We need to have that holy sense of, I need, I need to talk to them. I need to evangelize. And Imelda I totally gets it. So, all right, Toya, you know, there's a bunch of other people that <laughs> a couple more to thank. Do you see these ones?
1: Yeah. Did you thank John? No, I'm not I sure know. where you were. No, okay. John
8: and Pocahontas still need to be thanked.
1: Okay. Thank you. John and Kingswood, thank you so much for your $50 donation. You know, instead of chipping away, we're building up, right? Dave, <laughs> we're building up to 10000 and your $50 donation helped us. Sam- Philip the Apostle is where he goes to Mass. Uh, He said, um, Catholic Radio has been wonderful to help him follow the Lord. And um, he wants his name announced as Rico. So sorry about that. Uh, Pocahontas, San Antonio, Texas. We've called out this beautiful name so many times. She's been a very faithful donor and listener. $200 one time. She goes to the Basilica of the Little Flower. Dave, you ever been there?
8: No, I haven't. No, I have. I've, I've read, I know we've read out that many times on the air, but I've never, I've never actually been there.
1: Oh, you really should go. It, it, it is beautiful. Prayers for her family, especially who are sick right now. So we will keep those in our prayers. And, and Dave, we're down a bit. So let me number of calls. So let me give out the phone number 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Dave, do you have a fascinating fact?
8: Uh, uh, funny you asked. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling you were ready for well, it this morning. No, I, um, <sighs> uh, okay, no, actually this one, I know you, 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 earlier this week you were tiring of all the animal ones, but I, you know, I love animals. I just oh, find I them, I, I find them so fascinating. Uh, and so, uh, let's, let's see. Uh,
1: I like the variety.
8: Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the variety it's here. It's not
1: that I I dislike animals. Okay, I like the
8: variety. Y- y- okay, so, y- you know, um, I don't think this is too gross to talk about during the, the breakfast hour, but uh, <laughs> you, um, uh, humans have red blood, right?
1: Right. Yes,
8: okay, that's, that's a fact, right? Okay. Uh, but not all animals have red blood. Uh, some uh, some animals have blue blood, and, right. and there's one animal that has white blood. Oh, wow. Uh, do you, do you, do you want to take a, um, a guess at what this is? And Let me, let me see. Do, 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 do. Oh, wow. Uh, you know,
1: I really have no idea. Somehow I would think maybe a fish does, but I don't know.
8: Uh well okay now Sissel's gonna think I'm just constantly talking about this to bug her, but cockroaches have white blood. Sissel's not cockroaches. real. She's not real fond of uh, of cockroaches. And octopuses have blue blood.
1: Wow, okay? very interesting. So there
8: you go. Kind of a gross yeah,
1: didn't they use it for ink? Uh,
8: yeah, they do, I think so. Or they yeah. they scored it. Yeah, they yeah. squirted at people. Yeah, too. To, no, no,
1: no, no, no. Oh, well, oh, oh, we do. No, yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's okay. move on, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to be in yeah, trouble. Octopuses aren't,
8: aren't like writing books, but <laughs> That's yeah, That's so. right. Okay, Alfonso in Dallas, thank you for your $306 donation from St. Edward Parish. He says, uh, Catholic radio, he's been Catholic his whole life, and Guadalupe Radio has, progra- has programming that helps him. He enjoys Catholic answers and called to communion. He says, pray for everyone who who needs prayers? Uh, Alfonso, thank you very much. Uh, Anonymous in Louisville, a hundred dollars one time. Saint Catherine of Siena Parish, uh, Catholic Radio has brought me closer to my faith, and he prays. He says, "Please pray for my my wife's mother who put her up for adoption and did not abort her." And Thanksgiving for the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Amen. All right, thank you so much. Forty-four ninety-one. That was a nice little flurry of calls there, but it's, it's still but we going. We need
1: more, Dave, because okay, so Dave, we have six people on. Let's get back up to ten, eleven, twelve calls. We got enough phone calls that line's ready for you. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. We only okay, Dave. We only have twenty-four minutes, and we need to raise four thousand four hundred and forty-one dollars in twenty four minutes.
8: Yeah. Melanie in San Antonio, thank you. Fifty dollars one time. St. Mark the Evangelist Parish. It's just inspired and encouraged her to keep on going. Catholic Radio has. Prayers for health issues for me and my brother in law. And she is at the what we call angel level. Any donation any size, she's going to get that really great interview that Sean Rice did with Monsignor Charles Pope. Uh we it's been such a frenzy of activity this morning that we haven't really had a chance to talk about that too much. Uh, this hour, uh, but it is outstanding, and Melanie, I know you're going to be blessed by it. Um 3311 Okay, we four,
1: Dave.
8: Uh, Toya, can you do this this next one? This is a this is a pilgrimage donation. Look at this one. Did you see what came through from uh, Washington D.C.? Uh, no, I don't have it on my screen. Oh, you don't? Okay. No. Um, uh, let's see. Bethesda, Maryland. Uh, a pilgrimage donation plus the credit card charges and um this is from an Ethiopian right catholic church in washington dc um it says please pray for our church and our country and pray for the health of her husband he's getting better and i praise god for that and her name is uh, enkutatash enkutatash uh what from a pretty Beth- name. from Bethesda, maryland and en- enkutatash i hope i i apologize if i didn't get that right uh, but, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow, that's, that is so cool. I don't ever remember getting a donation from an Ethiopian Rite Catholic Church, uh, and a much less an, an Archangel donation. So I'm gonna have to find a really, really cool, fascinating fact uh, for Enkutatash. All right, thank you very much. God bless you, and uh, boy, that helped out a lot. Uh, I've got a few other people. Uh, if you want to thank these folks, uh, I'll, I'll dig I do, up do, uh, Dave,
1: but I want to give everybody an update. We have 22 minutes left. Only three people are on the line. So I do not think we're going to get there with uh, only three people on the line. Uh eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Eight hundred four seven 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 3311 we are um two thousand six hundred and eighty four is what we still have to raise to get ten thousand dollars because it's a contingent matching gift hour. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. we don't raise it we don't get it and we want to thank Elizabeth from Farmer's Branch. Thank you for your $122 donation. Thank you so much. She goes to Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Rowlett, Texas. Uh, she's been listening to the radio for years, and she loves Catholic answers. She asks for prayers for her uh, daughter and her mom. And John, thank you so much from Dallas. He gave us a $100 one-time donation. He goes to St. Pius the Tenth, and he says... I listen to it every morning while driving to work, and he prays for his friend Richard. So thank you so much for those donations. Okay, Dave, it's kind of quiet.
8: Yeah, it has gotten yeah, quiet. Yeah, we
1: only have three people on, $2,684 to raise.
8: Yeah, and we thanked Elizabeth, right? L- Liz- yes, Lizbeth? I did. Okay, Elizabeth. Yes, I did. All right, so 2684 You know, this is, I, I got to say, I don't want to count the old proverbial chicks before they hatch, but this has been a-, a good hour in the sense that it has flowed. We've had calls pretty much the whole time, but we are not done. Uh want to remind everybody, if you're just tuning in, that this is a contingent matching gift, and that means that our dear friend, uh, 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 well, Bridget, who is a very, very just faithful and very generous supporter of the Guadalupe Radio Network, has offered up this hour a contingent matching gift, which means if we raise 10000 she will happily give another 10000 So this could be a $20,000 hour. But if we don't raise 10000 if we don't cross that, tr- that threshold, then she keeps her 10000 which she doesn't want to do. But uh, then we cannot take it from her because we didn't raise $10,000. Anonymous in Roanoke is helping $100 one time. KTH listener, pray for our country and those who have no one to pray for them. Thank you, uh, Anonymous. Well, now we only have two people on the line, 2,584. That would be such a pity to get this far, get 11 calls, you know, all the excitement. And then it's like, Oh, and we, we didn't get the contingent matching gift. Right. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, but, uh, we still, well, we,
1: it might because we only have two people on the phone, Dave. Yeah. So $2,584, we have 20 minutes left. So there's plenty of time to call in and get, make your pledge of support. And let's make this happen. If we raise 10000 we can get $10,000. dollars one 476 3311 One eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven.
8: All right, two thousand five hundred eighty four dollars. Only two people on the line. I I know. After a big rush like that, you know, everybody's kind of collecting their, you know, breath and, you know, oh wow, that was that was exciting. But we have got to close this out because Bridget is listening and she I don't know how she pays, if she writes a check or you know what she does, but uh, she's getting ready to, to to pay an extra ten thousand dollars towards the GRN, but we cannot accept it if we don't get this ten thousand dollars. One eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven, one eight hundred four seven six three three one one. Here's uh Brent and Pelham uh, Alabama, 97.9 FM listener, $100 plus credit card charges from Our Lady of Fatima Catholic Church there. Uh, he says, uh, Catholic radio is what I need. It's like a fresh cup of coffee in the morning. Uh, it wakes me up and gives me my daily bread. Oh, that is awesome. I, I love that analogy. Uh, he said, "Please pray for the people in Jackson, Mississippi, that have suffered uh, from violent crimes." And I used oh, to live gosh. in Jackson, Mississippi, so I, I I do like I love that that city. So, all right, three three people now, Toya. Three okay, people.
1: Well, it's kind of it's going back up two thousand four hundred and eighty-two dollars. Dave, I think we've got to have one more Archangel in there, one more fifteen hundred or one twenty-five. And your name goes in the drawing for the pilgrimage of choice wherever select international tours goes. Okay. We got four, Dave. You know, if we could do ten one more time, I, I think we're ringing the bells. 800 476 3311. Only needs six more people to join. 800 476 3311
8: one 800 476 and uh, okay yeah we got up to four now so this is looking very positive uh really quickly uh toy here's a fun little uh d- double uh fascinating fact for our our, our friend in dc from the ethiopian Rite catholic church um uh, do you know what kind of bird can fly backwards
1: what kind of bird can fly backwards
8: yeah and then there's also a in a type of animal that cannot walk backwards so you got you got a bird i am very befuddled a bird a bird
1: that can can fly backwards
8: yeah yeah
1: well uh you gotta i got no idea
8: uh okay i appreciate the honesty it's a it's a it's a hummingbird Uh, hummingbirds can fly backwards
1: you know what you're absolutely right how we have these feeders on our, our back patio and you can see the hummingbirds come to the feeders and you're absolutely right. They yeah. Do.
8: And they, they seem like they, they hardly ever stop. You know, they're just yeah. always, they can, they're like, like, like helicopters that can just stay suspended yes. ones in one spot. I find them fascinating. And I think it's the, um, the, the, um, uh, kangaroos, I think are the animals that are not uh, able to, to walk backwards, which I know, I don't know that that's like that big of a deal, you know, from a survival <laughs> you standpoint. Can just turn yeah, around. <laughs> right. I mean, it's like, okay, I can get over that one. Uh, okay, uh, Kathleen in Uvalde, Texas. We pray for Uvalde, uh, $10 a month at the angel level. She's going to get that awesome interview with Sean Rice and Monsignor Charles Pope, KJ, KJMA listener. Uh, she's in the Perpetual Light Society. Thank you. 800 right. Only 16 minutes. Three people on the line. This is kind of where I think a lot of people are like, oh, they got it. Oh, this is no, awesome. On to no. the next hour.
1: Dave we are you and I've seen this this moment so many times we're sixteen minutes till we have three people on. My goodness, Dave, $2,362. I don't think it's going to happen with three people.
8: No, I don't, I don't think so. <clears throat> and I saw a lot of, uh, just, I just love it when we were trying to get that 10. You see, you know, this person's giving 25, this person's giving 100. You know, Bill and Munster calls back. You know, he's already mm-hmm. made a, a donation and you know exactly what he's doing. He's, he's saying, I want, I want you guys to get to 10. I'll, I'll call back and make another donation. Uh, so, so thank okay, you.
1: Okay, Dave, we're up to four.
8: Okay. Yeah, this is great. You know, we we ask and and everybody responds. So four hey, calls now. Let me now. ask you
1: a quick question. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I had a donation flash on my screen. Yes. And it and it left. So is there somebody we need to thank?
8: I I don't think so. I'm just looking through all the the list of uh, everybody here. I think we've thanked everybody. Okay. Uh, I I don't. Um, I don't see anybody that we didn't. But if I'm if I'm wrong, and I guess if you're listening and we didn't, thank you. We apologize, but I, I'm pretty sure we have thanked everybody.
1: Okay, uh, so Dave, we have four people on, eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven two thousand three hundred and sixty two dollars in fourteen minutes. Uh, it's an all or nothing contingent matching gift. We raise it, then we get an additional ten thousand dollars. But we're still a way to go, Dave.
8: Yes, uh, four, one, two, three, four people, um... And, again, I, lo- I love seeing these names of the volunteers because these are just good people that um, are giving of their time, taking time off work, away from their family to donate, uh, I mean, to uh, to volunteer, I should say. Jeff, Laura, and Natalie all taking calls. Sammy is entering a call as well, uh, or taking a call, perhaps. 800 476 3311 $2,362. Uh, this is exciting, but it's not done. You know, this is, uh, we're almost there. But uh, we are not quite uh, uh, there yet. $2,362. I, I agree with you, Toy. If we could just get one more person uh, to do an Archangel donation, I think that would just about seal the deal. And Bridget would be so excited. Most people would think like, oh, then Bridget has to give $10,000. I'm sure she is just really, she's cheering you on. She's probably praying for you that we'll get to this goal.
1: 800-476-3311. Four callers on. I, I, my comfort zone would be if I saw the phone lines light up and we had 10 people on, Dave. 800-476-3311, because I don't think we're going to get there in 13 minutes without a lot more people joining in. Maria, thank you for your $100 one-time donation. She goes to Prince of Peace. She said, "I started listening to Catholic radio recently, and I've been learning a lot." Enjoys called communion. Yeah, that's one of the favorite programs. And she said, "Prayers for everyone who is sick, and especially for those who have no one to pray for them." Okay, Dave, I think we're back up to six calls.
8: Yeah, I know. This is a, and this is very unusual because normally when you get the big, big volume of calls, uh, it might even be higher than that. Is it seven calls? Boy, this is uh so amazing. Uh, there, I think there's five or six right now. 800-476-3311. Uh, 800-476-3311. Oh, you know, by, by the way, uh, Toya, Joe Shuler just said the wonderful lady who called in with the uh, Archangel donation from the Ethiopian uh, church, uh, she's on their Fishers of Men committee. And so, uh, here's a person who donates her time, her talent, and uh, clearly her treasure as well. So that, that is awesome. Uh, Nathan in Perlin, Texas. Uh, fourteen thirty a.m. KSHJ listener in Houston, a hundred dollars so online donation, hundred and three actually. Uh Thank you, Nathan, for for going online at grnonline.com and donating uh safely and securely. So yeah, we're up to six. This is a this is so unusual. We just need four people. <laughs> four more. Four more people <laughs> joining.
1: Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. And I don't know that we've ever had an hour where we got to ten twice. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven it's for your soul that's what we're talking about Catholic Radio is this share and we need your help and support to keep something on the air that's good for all of our souls $2,157 we have only 11 minutes Dave 800 Four seven six thirty three eleven eight hundred
8: four seven six three three one one. All right. Uh five or six people on the line. Uh there are at least three other people that can take calls. Uh, anonymous and Rowena. I don't think we've thanked uh, Anonymous and Rowena yet, have we? Uh St. Joseph Parish. Yeah. Uh pray for uh the family. A hundred dollars plus credit card charges, uh 91.5 FM listener in San Angelo and uh, Anonymous uh thank you. Uh and here's anonymous in San Antonio. Antonio at the angel level uh from Padre Pio and St. Mark's parishes uh keeps him connected with his faith, Catholic Radio does. And he says, please pray for all the poor souls in purgatory. And uh $2,024, ten minutes to go. Uh this is not uh, a done deal. Uh this is a contingent matching gift. All or nothing, raise 10000 get another 10000 And the cool thing is I, I love because, you know, we see the totals of how much money has been raised so far uh, today or the the a thon And you see that big $10,000 getting added on if we hit this. And needless to say, that helps a whole lot. It's kind of like our anonymous seraphim from last night saying, I hope this helps.
7: <laughs> yeah,
8: <laughs> yeah there it Every does.
1: little bit will help this hour. to Help us build up to $10,000 so that we can get $10,000. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Dave, you know, we're down to four calls. I still don't think we're going to get there with just four people on. Please, let's get let's get six more people calling and then that would give us more confidence i think that we would get there 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. $2024 okay dave it's crunch time only 9 minutes left to raise two thousand twenty-four dollars.
8: Yeah, when you get down to single digits in time, you start uh, panicking a little bit. But we trust in the Lord, and we know that uh, you're responding. I mean, I I, I just uh, find this so encouraging because oftentimes you reach kind of a crescendo in an hour when you get to all those calls, and then it just kind of dies. And now it's uh, you know it's reaching back at up five, again. Dave. We're at five. Uh, I, I don't think in the history of Share-a-thons, uh we've ever gotten gone from like ten down to two and then ten again. You know, I mean, to, to, to have that, so we just need five that, that truly roller coaster type of ride, 800 476 3311. Any donation, any size, if you're listening right now. Uh, but, but the most important thing is we raise another $2,024 in eight minutes. Okay, eight minutes. So one archangel, I'm positive, will be enough to, to close this out. And then, dear Bridget, in, uh Midland will be able to to write uh, a $10,000 check added on to this total. Uh Richard and Edith in Pearland, 14:30 uh, a.m. listeners from Holy Rosary Parish in Houston. Says, please pray for our second son and wife and new baby expected this month. Wow, exciting times uh, for Richard and Eda. Thanks for sharing that with us and and congratulations. Praise God for new life. Amen. Uh, and that was a guardian angel level donation. And now fifteen hundred and twenty four dollars. One uh, <laughs> one Guadalupe donation would would do it.
1: Fifteen thirty-one. That's exactly yes. right, Dave. The year she appeared to um, Juan Diego. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Okay, we're back down to four calls. One thousand five hundred and twenty-four dollars is what we've got to raise in seven minutes. And I think you started out the hour, Dave, saying this was a nail biter. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I kind of think you're still absolutely right. Okay, we're back up to five calls. Eight 800- hundred four seven six thirty three eleven eight hundred four seven six three three one one, only seven minutes left
8: yeah, and this kind of hour kind of confirms what I mean when I say I know you 're out there because <laughs> uh, you know when when we are in need, yeah. when we really have to you know dig deep and we ask the the r n family of listeners to come through you know you do and you and you you come out and you and we've had um let's see 31 calls already this hour and we've got about five people on the line so you know this this might be a 40 call hour if, if every hour was a 40 call hour we we'd hit every single goal 800-476-3311 800-476-3311 this is tied for the largest uh goal of any hour so far uh Sammy is confirming we have 6 and Richard 6 calls now on the so we line we just need
1: four four
8: more calls 800 four seven <laughs> a double double ten call hour. Let's let's do oh, it.
1: Oh, isn't that amazing? Yeah eight hundred 50- 4763311. Sorry, Dave.
8: Yeah, and I'm just looking at the time, you know, and, and again, there's there's absolutely no guarantees, especially when you're going for a volume of calls like this. 6 minutes to go. Uh, you know, somebody if you want you want to call in and say uh, I'll be the the short person. Okay, Margaret in San, San Antonio, $200 one time. Uh listening to 89.7 FM St. Anthony Claret Parish. Thank you. Uh, she looks forward to the the daily mass. Uh, as uh, that is the only way she is able to participate daily. Uh, pray for her mom and other family members, especially her son. So I don't know Margaret's condition, but, or circumstances, but, uh, she, you know, the only way she can participate, maybe she's busy and got kids and, uh, but that's great. This is a, a great way to, uh, to participate in the mass when you're not able to actually be there. Uh, all right, uh, Marilyn in Dallas. Thank you. St. Monica Parish. Uh, Catholic Radio has taught her about her faith. It definitely has deepened her, 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 faith life. Prayer, prayer intentions for Veronica and John Paul. She donated $100. Steve in San Antonio, $50. From St. Mark's Parish, Catholic Radio has tremendously helped him. He says, uh, "Pray for couples that are struggling." Uh, Steve, thank you. Uh, all right, eleven $1, hundred and seventy-one dollars. Toya, this is uh, th- this is a little too close. Uh, with only five minutes to go, over a thousand dollars to raise, About four or five people on the line. We got to close this out. We got to close it out. We need some, we need somebody to just say, Hey, I'll do an archangel. I'll the, oh, yeah. yeah, I'll be
1: the short person. I'll be an yes. archangel. Yeah, $1,171. Five minutes are left. Uh, if the phone lines, uh, we got five or six more callers, then I think Dave that we would hit it. But right now we're down to five calls. 800-476-3311. 800 476 three three one one we've ra- we still need to raise one thousand one hundred and seventy one dollars for your Catholic radio station to stay on the air eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven
8: all right, uh, it all comes down to the final 4 minutes. 4 minutes is all we have. We still have $1171. <laughs> now in a typical hour we'd say, you know what? You know, we've raised $8800 and yeah, that's a good hour and you know, we're going to try to get close and do the best we can. Uh this hour, the best we can is not good enough because we have to hit $10,000. There are I think 6 or 7 people on the line right now. I think there's seven. All right. Can we get to ten? Uh, can we get to ten calls? Three people listening now saying, you know what? I, I love this station enough. Oh, there's eight. I think there's eight. Okay. Somebody else can confirm, but I'm, 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 seeing eight on, on the, the, um, uh, the, the page here. Uh, eight, eight people calling in. Yeah, I hate. Right. I, there's I, eight
2: I, people. I, I hate
8: to say, you know what? I think we got it, and I'm not going to say that. Okay, I'm not no. going to say that to No. But it, this is looking positive. Two
1: more people, Dave? Two, two we more people, get yeah. to 10.
8: Yeah, if we get to 10, uh, uh, that calls again, that okay, would be very at exciting. Okay, we're nine now. We oh. just
1: need one person. Uh, one person. <laughs> to
8: get a full
1: decade. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. And caller number 10, it's 800 800- Four seven
8: six, thirty right. Uh, yeah. So Sammy's confirming nine calls. So one more person just, uh, you know, uh, li- literally thousands of you are saying, hmm, is that me? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, imagine if just, am, one, I the one? Yeah, am I, am I the one? Is that me? I just love that little <gasps> internal conversation that goes on inside of our head all the time about, uh, you know, what we, what we should do. Uh, here's Nancy in Spring, Texas, KSHJ listener, $15 a month from presentation of the Lord Parish. Uh, she said Catholic Radio strengthens her faith and please pray for her son, Andrew, who is in seminary and will be a transitional deacon in 2023. Oh, All right.
1: Congratulations. Uh, That's
8: that, wonderful. So he is, uh, you know, uh, God willing on his way to the priesthood. So that is awesome. Thank you, Nancy. $987. $987 with about eight people on the line. What do you think, Joy? Should we just kind of let our guard down and say, hey, this is a done deal. Ring the bells. We're finished. Absolutely
1: not. <laughs> <laughs> Don't count your chickens no. before they hatch, right? Yeah
8: that's, uh, yeah, that's like somebody running to the goal line. And see, so you ever seen those things where they celebrate and they throw the ball up in the air and then you know they actually fumbled and they didn't get the touchdown. So we are not going to uh, prematurely celebrate here. Uh, we have got to close this out. Uh, Paula in Louisville, thank you. $100 one time from St. Anne's Capel. Capel. Uh, Catholic Radio has changed her daily prayer life. I, I try to view the world through a Catholic lens. It's really transformed me. Amen. Uh, she says, please pray that my kids come back to the faith. Pray for priest Father Edwin, their pastor, who has been installed as the new pastor of our church. We were with him last weekend at their carnival with Father Edwin. He is an awesome, awesome priest. So thank you, Paula. Uh, boy, it just keeps chipping away to- Toya, but we're not we're not there. We're not there yet. One minute to go. Carl and Denton, uh, $20. Thank you. Immaculate Conception Parish, Catholic radio, radio, brightens his day. He listens uh, and pray for his nephew. Uh, all right, 865 and uh, about seven people on the line. Looks positive, but call up. Um, we, we've got to close this out. Thank you, Bridget. God bless you. We hope we get your extra $10,000. Good working with you, Toya.
6: We'll be back with more of the 2022. It's for your soul. Fall Sheraton on the Guadalupe Radio
2: KSHJ, Houston.